0: guys thanks for coming back to all things reconsidered it's another monday and we're happy to have you back with us today we're going to talk about a lot of really fun things like the satanic panic and some of the crazy things that we are still panicking over as a church uh so it's gonna be a lot of fun and i just want to mention
1: joey's a liar it is not <laughs> monday we're well, recording this on a sunday i'm
0: saying that as because it's the day they're going to be listening to it
1: so i'm being prophetic just a word he's saying
0: <laughs> i'm being prophetic here <laughs> all right i am prophetically saying that you are listening to this on a monday <laughs>
1: and Unless you're not, and you're listening to it on a Tuesday, and then you're wrong again.
0: No, see, look, you can't be doing that with like these <laughs> televangelists, all right? Who put out these prophetic words? You don't challenge them on it; that's you accept fair. it.
1: That's fair. You were very confident in it too. That,
0: yeah, well, that's that's, that's the confidence the, is key. That, that's the most important thing, you know. Right. Prayer life, eh, knowing the Bible, nah. you just you got to be confident right. in in your delivery. Yeah, and so I'm saying, there's somebody named Tim who is watching this on a Monday. And you're gonna... This
1: is for you, Tim.
0: This is for you, Tim. I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm not that prophetic, but it's for you, Tim. But just
1: know that something's gonna happen to you on Monday.
0: Yeah, in fact, I think that you're gonna have uh, 24 hours on Monday where mm. where things will occur in mm-hmm.
1: your life. Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah, I know. I, 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 I can't turn this off. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I really need a TV show.
1: Uh, anyway,
0: Brandon, why don't you just tell us what's new with you? So,
1: <laughs> um, just been trying to get in and out of trouble this week, Joey. Yeah, you know how we do here on the All Things Reconsidered podcast. Yeah, what, what's going on? But uh, in my outside life, um, my wife owns a business, yes. and we were doing some remodeling, and so we had a bunch of plywood. Okay. And I don't know if you know. I don't know why you wouldn't know, but who knows? <laughs> um, plywood's very expensive right now.
0: Mm. Yeah, I heard about that. In fact, people are like. Thinking that it's a sign of the end times.
1: Yeah, they they really are. Like they're thinking, you know, thanks Biden, communist America. Oh yeah, you know, Jesus is coming back. Look at the price of plywood. Yeah. Like this is obviously, you know, moving towards the one world government. (laughs) Exactly. All that nonsense. The
0: price of plywood is clearly one of the biggest indicators
1: of the end of the world. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so we have a bunch of plywood. We we already got rid of it. Is that a humble brag? Like it's so it's worth so
0: much. Like I got tons of plywood. (laughs) Like
1: so, some people bought, you know, GameStop stocks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some people bought AMC. Some yeah. people are in crypto. If you're in the plywood game, mm. you're making money. I get it. You're making money. Wow. So, maybe enough to buy us some cameras. We don't have to use our phones. Oh, God, I wish. But again, it was for her business. So <laughs> okay, fine. Fair enough. I can misallocate funds. We're not a church. Oh, oh. <laughs> Uh <laughs> Anyways. I can say so much, but we got to keep going. So. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> So, I made the grave mistake, so we had it on Facebook Marketplace, right, but I made the grave mistake of putting it on Craigslist as well, oh, and putting my phone number on there, uh oh, so people could contact me because I've rarely checked my email, mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. I immediately get a text message about thirty minutes later after voting, mm-hmm. hi, I'm interested in your in their air quote there are quotes around this three mm-hmm. eighth plywood Wow, and I was like, sure, that's how a normal person would write it. How much you want." <laughs> Not a problem. We can we can make this happen. First, I send you code <laughs> to make sure you're real. Yeah, like,
0: that, that's what a normal person all does. Right. I, I
1: don't see the problem. Send me this code. <laughs> <laughs> so I was interested. It's a code that says, you know, G dash six numbers. Mm-hmm. This is your Google Voice verification code. <laughs> Do not share this code with anybody. <laughs> They're like, did you get the code? I was like, I sure did. And they're like, What is the code? So I can verify to make sure I'm not getting scammed. I was like, Oh, oh really? to make sure you're not getting scammed. Well, that
0: is, he's very concerned about that. But the guys, yes. is. I mean, so, as a good
1: plywood seller, I'm sure you were yeah. wanting to oblige. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, You know what? You're sure. Sure, I'll give you the code. Your safety is important to us. So I was like, One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> They're like, ha very funny. Give me code, please. <laughs> and I was like, one, two, three, four, five, six. And they're like, they're like, are you lying? It is not a good thing to lie. I've only told you true. Now this is the actual grammar that I'm getting. <laughs> nice. I've only told you true. Wow. I was like, all right, cool, 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 cool. Joey gets a little bit better. I, I'm already enjoying this. All right. Yes. So... I'm like, listen. I'm not giving you a code. Like, you know, we'll meet in person, so I can't scam you. We'll meet in person. You can pay me cash. Sure. There's literally no way for me to scam you that way.
0: Yeah. You'll I mean, see
1: the physical product when you get it from me. You can shake hands, cool.
0: gentlemen's agreement. And it'll be,
1: it'll be perfect. Right. Right. Not, not a problem. Mm-hmm. So I get, I am woman. Now at this point, I've never specified that I'm a man. Okay.
0: <laughs> I am woman. Like, that changes everything. <laughs> I am woman.
1: I said that's fine. I'm not sexist. I'll sell plywood to a woman. <laughs> And they're like, they're like I want to make sure I can be safe and that you're not scamming me. That's why I need this code. I'll mm. send another one, mm. so I get another Gmail voice verification <laughs> code. I was like, "You're not getting this code. <laughs> you're trying to hack into my email account. I'm not an idiot." <laughs> and they send me a picture, Joey. Oh no! They send me a picture. They said, "This is me. I'm a woman." What does that like? Oh well, let me just give you my email address. So, and why would that matter, <laughs> Joey? Let me tell you what I did. I uh, I did some hacking, Joey. Ooh! And I saved the image onto my phone, and I did a reverse Google image search. (laughs) Wow! You're like just Max and Eve over here from Catfish. (laughs) (laughs) You're like I have watched enough Catfish to know how to do this. Exactly. I I I (laughs) put it in the Google app on my phone. Nice. And uh and found out that (laughs) the image popped up. On a Chicago news channel website Ooh. from some sort of selfie thing that they oh. had going back in twenty fourteen. Oh, like a selfie contest thing? Like yeah. They so said. like, show okay. us your selfie. Oh. Wow. And so, literally, the exact image. Nice. Right? nice. Just was <laughs> like the bottom part of the name cropped out. Please tell me you screenshot that. And... <laughs> I sure did, Joey. Yes. <laughs> All right. Because so I said, "What is your name?" They said, "Alexis." Mm. I said, "Alexis." I don't want to worry you. I was, like, <laughs> I, <don't... laughs> I was like, but I was like, I was like, this person on a on. This Oklahoma news website, they're using your picture <laughs> in an article from 2014 oh no. to claim that they're you, and they say their name is Sophia. <laughs> Alexis, is your middle name Sophia by chance? Uh-huh. She said, no. My husband's almost home. Please stop contacting me. Oh wow! I was like, whoa! You, and she didn't com- know what to. He, they they, they yeah. didn't know what to do about it. And then some <laughs> said some very inappropriate things and about things that I should go do with my mom. And I was like, whoa! Wow, Alexa slash Sophia, they were
0: full blown Xbox Live kid. Yeah. Chat oh the- yeah. <laughs> Got
1: really aggressive with wow. me because I wouldn't sell my three eighth plywood to them mm. because I wouldn't send them a code so they could get into my Gmail account.
0: You know, honestly, Brandon, that's just bad business on your part, I think. I know, I, I know. Have, I have to side with Alexa Sophia because, honestly, you're not going to sell plywood if you're not giving away your email.
1: That's true. I mean, how was I supposed to verify that I'm mm-hmm. not going to scam them? Mm-hmm. Unless you let them code. scam
0: you. Right. That's kind of the the agreement here. You scam me, that way you know I won't scam you. Exactly. Well, that is hilarious. Um, and, honestly, that kind of scam work is exactly what I wanted to talk to you about before we get into oh, the lovely. satanic panel. All right, Yeah. Because Christians... Are way better than Alexis slash Sophia. Oh, I bet. At scamming people. Uh, and I can say that as a Christian, uh, so you know that I'm being honest, but there are uh, televangelists who would shame Alexis and Sophia <laughs> for her terrible attempts. Oh, here. yeah, right. I mean, we've perfected this after many years of, of deviancy and of getting people out of their money. Um, and one example... Oh my goodness! There's a whole fleet of televangelists that we could point to oh, yeah. as people who have scammed people, people who you know convince people who are sick or dying that you need to give more money to get your healing. Like, and
1: uh, COVID was a terrible time for local churches and a fantastic mm-hmm. time for televangelists. For I can sure. only imagine how much money they there
0: had. were. There are videos of like Kenneth Copeland saying, "No matter what it takes, you send that money in, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if you've lost your job and if you're dying of COVID, you send that money in." And like I understand the biblical principle of tithing, but obviously this televangelists. Uh, take it so beyond yeah, the extreme; correct, they correct. take it to another level where people are are hurt and sending the money anyway because they're convinced that's what it takes. But there's there's one person in particular I want to tell you about uh, who t- has taken it further than anyone. His name is Peter Popoff. Now you haven't heard of him, right? Mm-mm. Okay, so this gentleman, uh, first of all, pretty
1: epic name, kind of kind of interesting name. Yeah, Peter Popoff. So what is it with like? What is it with like, Christians with names that give it away? Yeah. You know what I'm I, saying.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why you would trust a man on your TV named Pop Off, but.
1: Yeah. And like the whole uh, superbook thing, like mm-hmm. the kid's name was Peeper. Yeah. Yeah. His and then name the, was the malarkey guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what is it with like the last names are like. <laughs> you, your name. Mm-hmm. It should be a should red flag. should be the dead giveaway here. Yeah. Before you, a word even comes out of your mouth. I know, like, I know. This should be a giveaway. Well, I think some of us need to work on our discernment
0: a little bit here. Right. Uh, but so Peter Popoff, he got in a ton of trouble in the 70s, I want to say. I'd have to double check. But um, he got in trouble, I think, in the 70s. It was like right when televangelism was really starting to explode. And, um, you know, you had Jimmy uh, Swaggart and all that oh, yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, Popoff uh his whole shtick, his whole thing that he was known for was that he would get prophetic words in the middle of his services okay. about people in the audience and would be able to tell them their name and address and what they what they came for like what prayers sure. they need mm-hmm. so he would he would pick someone out in the audience and say their name he'd give them the exact street address the home number just their whole you know map mm-hmm. and then it would blow their minds i mean they would sure. be super impressed well um James Randall uh, was this uh, guy who was investigating these kind of things to like debunk this yeah, sort okay. of stuff. Yep. He went to one of his meetings with a uh, radio scanner, okay, and picked up a frequency where he picked up a woman's voice that was reading off this information to Peter through an earpiece. And he picked up the whole thing, recorded it. No way. It turns out that was Peter's own wife. So what they did is they took the info that these people filled out when they bought their tickets. Okay, yeah, yeah. And then they, she was up in a booth and she was reading off the info to an earpiece that Peter That's had. That's so awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible. But it, it's, it's very creative. I suspected that Popov's revelations were other than divine. The radio scanner we brought to the hall picked up a decidedly worldly source.
1: Hello Petey, can you hear me? If you can't, you're in trouble. pop Popoff was
0: being prompted
1: by his wife through a wireless earpiece. John? Dearly Johnson. She'd gotten
0: her information from prayer cards filled out by the faithful before the show began. She's about to get rid of the walker. You want to get
1: rid of this walker, sister? Oh, glory. How long have you been walking on that walker? About three years. Three years? She was at 1627 10th Street.
0: 1627 10th Street? Is that right? That's right. <laughs> she has a ride of all
1: over. <laughs> this arthritis
0: right out of your body.
1: That's like the I don't know if we have any baseball fans here, mm-hmm. but that's like the Astros cheating scandal. I'm sure mm-hmm. you have no idea what I'm talking about. That
0: is very offensive and no, I do not have any idea.
1: Exactly. <laughs> but so like so in baseball, you know, the catcher and the pitcher have signs mm-hmm. to like tell what pitch they're going to throw. And the Astros had a camera that you know, like, zoomed in on the catcher to wow. see the hand signals, and they had trash cans and they'd bang it on wow. the top of like the dugout to alert the no batter what pitch was coming. Wow. wow! And everyone's like, "Man, the Astros are absolutely killing it! Like, how do they know what's coming?"
0: Well, I mean that that is unfortunately a perfect example <laughs> of what we call prophecy in so many circles. Yeah, it's true. So Peter is Peter Popoff is renowned as this like. This amazing prophet. I mean, he probably even had more res- respect than the Astros. I'd hmm. probably assume. Uh, and probably. and um, it, 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 so he gets exposed. He he completely loses his ministry. I mean, he, everything falls to pieces. Well, he's come back uh, just in the last couple of years. Oh, he's sweet. made a resurgence. Okay. On God uh, TV or or TV and other Christian TV shows um, or stations. He now is selling miracle spring water. So he claims
1: that that sounds like an actual brand of spring water, though. Well, it, it, like, it, it, I feel like there's some like <laughs> midwestern spring. I know. Like, I you know. can get like a 24 pack of Miracle Spring Water.
0: Well, he sells bottles like Dasani water bottles okay, yeah. <laughs> of Miracle Spring Water, perfect logo on it and everything. He claims that it's from a well near Chernobyl. Where apparently
1: the st- that sounds terrible. I know, but the How story, an idea. I know you don't want even to- if it's fake. Like this is the worst place to be. Like mm-hmm. I have the special water. It's, it's from, from Chernobyl. Chernobyl. <laughs> well, the story. Even yeah, if I you're know. lying about where it's from, I that's know. a terrible place to lie about.
0: The story. He has a story for it. He <laughs> okay. says that um, some of the workers are. Some, or no, some of the people who lived near Chernobyl, like the 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 townspeople around sure, there, yep. they the Chernobylans? Um, yeah, they. Um, Found a well that God led them to after the disaster, okay. and as long as they kept drinking from that well, none of them got any sort of sickness from the disaster, like okay. any of the radiation or anything sure. like that. Sure. So that God, so the story is God miraculously protected this small group, the small town, okay. yep. with this miraculous well. Gotcha. And uh, now he's bottling up and sending it out as you with do. your donation,
1: right? Of course, so yeah. just, not not a fee. Like, no, you he, don't pay for it. No. You're, it's a donation. You're There's a required sewing. donation.
0: Yes, it is th- sowing and reaping.
1: You can be free to enjoy all of God's richest blessings. That's why he wants to send you your free packet of Miracle Spring Water. Your point of contact for the miracle you need. Now in a larger size. I will send you the Miracle Spring Water. I'll send you the instructions. I'll tell you how to use it. To see... Total victory in every area of your life.
0: Now I decided to sign us up, and he sent me this. Um, so <laughs> I went on the website, I filled it out, oh my I got us, I got us <gasps> some some stuff from him. Now I didn't want to put it. On...
1: <laughs> Joey, <laughs> I, I, this is genuine. I had no idea. Joey, this is a present to me.
0: Well, wait until you, just wait. Who so Miles. So okay, I didn't want to um, put in our real name. I, I, so I put in the put name Miles B Peterson, uh, which our astute listeners will know is Bible Man's name. <laughs> and i put in it so so that's bible man and uh, bible man of course epically fought against the shadow of doubt that's one of his main enemies right, yeah. and so when it asked for prayer requests i said i need help defeating the shadow of doubt i'm being very honest that's what miles needs um so they sent me this now the first thing that we have is the initial letter in it was this second envelope okay with what is supposed to look like handwriting, but is clearly, right, clearly printed. And it says, please do not open this until you've read this letter first. So this is supposed to be open second. Okay. And that's where there's a little packet of miracle water. Please
1: open carefully.
0: Yeah, there's a packet of miracle water in there. Here's the first letter that I was sent. Now, we can't go through all of this, but I just want to... I just, the reason why we're doing this... Well, for one, it's pretty hilarious. But oh, also yeah. because, you know, this kind of stuff is actually disgusting. And anyone who really is a Christian should be offended that people are using bible verses and christian things to absolutely deceive people yeah absolutely so he sends me this it's got um all these steps he lines up uh seven key uh seven prophetic keys that I need to follow in order to get to receive my blessing.
1: Okay. So he yeah. starts
0: He starts unpacking the seven keys. Actually, it starts on the second Good Lord. Here it is. So he starts unpacking the seven prophetic events that are going to take place. And the first one is that during the next few weeks, somehow I'm going to receive anywhere between 1700 and $3,700. Okay. Now, I've had this for a couple weeks now. I haven't gotten that money. Oh buddy. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. I'm not giving up. Okay. Uh, he yep. only actually gets through the first four out of the seven prophetic keys, because then after that, he says, I can't give you the rest until you send me exactly $37. So, to unlock the rest of my prophetic <laughs> keys, I have to send him $37. Now, he, he says... Three signifies the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, okay. and seven is God's perfect number. Therefore, I don't want 47 or 97. I want exactly 37. And and so I, I have to do that if I want to keep going.
1: That is, oh my God, that's so awesome. I love that yeah. they you only get four of these.
0: Yeah. They yes, have three so more far. important prophetic events. Yeah. Now, they also sent me this um this contains the steps of what to do with my miracle
1: water hold up i want to read this line real quick okay okay miles there are three more important prophetic events that are yet to be revealed however i must obey god in this your obedience is the key i can only reveal them (laughs) to you in my answer obey god in this I obey love, god i love that he's like i would love to tell you them yeah but god won't let me tell you yeah them. my
0: hands are tied man god hands are tied. god needs his 37 bugs god. okay god's trying to pay a parking ticket he needs that 37 <laughs> um now here's what he here's these special instructions for what to do with my water why don't okay. you hold that i'll get the water out wonderful um which get this he advertises entire water bottles full of this yep this is all i got
1: nice it's but like it even says do not ingest yeah
0: do not ingest you don't want to drink the chernobyl miracle water right yeah and which I, I i of course agree you should not drink the chernobyl miracle water but this is like a teardrop amount a teardropper you know amount in this little packet yeah. it's like are you really that cheap so oh my god Th- that's a-
1: that's the only miracle water i got so i'm sorry i'm i'm referencing harry potter again i do it a lot but uh <laughs> but it's like in uh, Deathly Hallows, like, w- in the movie, whenever Snape dies, yeah, he, like, yeah, like cries out, like, tear <laughs> like, into a the vial. Like, These are pop-off we tears. We need a pen to, like, pour this into to see the memories <laughs> yes. within this Miracle Water.
0: Oh, the pop-off memories will lead us.
1: Uh, so, do Sounds like are, a
0: podcast. Would you, yes, would you like to drink this? Absolutely to see what happens. No. I mean, let's just see what
1: happens. It's Miracle Water. All right, we'll put him in the cup.
0: <laughs> yes. So, it's it milk water. says, "Do not
1: ingest, though."
0: Well, I mean, I'll leave it to you. What you're actually supposed to do yeah, is anoint it? your forehead for total peace of mind. Okay. Anoint your hands for money miracles. All right. Anoint your body wherever you feel pain for divine healing, and of course, anoint your door your doorpost for protection from all yep. evil. There's oh, the head. Thank you. Okay. Thank you yep. very much. Yes. And then we're doing total peace of mind.
1: We're doing the hands. I want, Joey, hands? Yes, please. I hands? Want, I want that. Okay, yes. yeah.
0: All right. And then. I got bills to pay. Your body. Can these financial miracles be in the form of patrons? Your body. Please prove Peter Popoff right, patrons. And then door post. We don't.
1: Uh,
0: Just sling it towards the door. It'll, it'll make it. It'll, it'll probably, the angels will carry it to the. To the yeah. so thank you. Thank you. All right. We got it. We got it. Thank you, Popoff. Um, oh.
1: Check. There's another step, actually, that we forgot to oh, do. Oh, no. Wait, wait. We. we Will we're, this not work if we don't send the, thir- the $37 first? I don't think so. Ah,
0: uh, we were supposed to send 37 bucks, and we're supposed to sleep with it under our pillow first so that the Spirit of the Lord can um, trouble the waters. So we kind of we kind of blew it.
1: Well, we Peter, need,
0: we need more water. We need more water.
1: Can somebody uh, get this to Pete and let him know
0: that we need more water? So Peter Popoff, Miles B. Peterson is still wrestling with the shadow of doubt. I have still not received my $3,700. And, um... And Peter hasn't received his $37. Yeah, and he's not going to. Actually, what do you think? Should we keep playing I'm with kinda him? I'm kind of tempted to. I mean, I don't, I don't really want... I know, but I don't want, Well, anyway, we got to move on. I hope you enjoyed that, uh, Brandon, because now you are let in on this secret. Now and, I know
1: about Peter Popoff.
0: And if anybody's interested... Let us know if it is morally acceptable for us to go ahead and send this complete scam artist money, so we can another thirty seven dollars. So
1: we, just so we can know what happens. Like yeah. if you guys want to follow up on like what happens when you send the other thirty seven dollars, mm-hmm. let us know in the comments, and we like we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll I'm do really it. excited to see what he does yeah. next.
0: I just feel I feel like it's morally a, a problem to send him money, but let us know what you guys think.
1: Yeah. So uh, Joey, another big thing that happened mm-hmm. in my life this weekend mm-hmm. is um, I kind of found I caved to the uh, influence of the demonic and i went to go see cruella
0: yes i've heard a lot about this uh this is the newest form of the satanic panic
1: yeah how was the movie it was phenomenal oh my god it was <laughs> <Really? so good.
0: laughs> well you you and your wife are both pretty big disney fans it was so
1: good so good and like it was a very impactful movie for me too as someone who like has dealt with some like mental struggles mm like and you know we talked about how we have to have like a you know episode on mental health and whatnot yes we like that movie very much in a very approachable way Mm -hmm. approaches those topics really for like children to be able to digest them oh wow so i didn't know it was really about that yeah so like i'm not going to spoil anything you know in this podcast in case people want to go watch it but i would highly recommend it because it does hit some topics that are like it's kind of hard to have that conversation with a kid Mm. of like you know Trying to understand and sympathize for people with, like, right. what they've been through, yada, yada, yada. You know, still pulling yourself up and, you know, making you know making things work for you. Incredible movie, though. Phenomenal movie. However, Christians love yes, to right. freak out about things. Yes. So, I don't know if I, you've been seeing things on Facebook. Oh, Again, I have. I know. I know, I guys. A lot of my things come from Facebook, but it's where all the Christian Karens live.
0: Okay? Yeah, it, that's true. I mean, honestly a lot Half of, of our content comes a from lot facebook of
1: our, ex, there are there are christian groups that
0: i am in just to find this insane sort of stuff yeah i and, and you and i both came from the same old ministry school that you used to be right. part of and so we both i'm sure still have the some we still have a friends list some overlap is, yeah that's full of some interesting i mean yeah you know, we don't have to be mean to them but our friends list has some interesting characters yeah
1: so um so, like, one of the big things going around right now, Joey, is, like, this this huge breakdown about why, you know, Disney is using Cruella as a way to, you know, imbue mm-hmm. demonic and satanic imagery in our yeah. children mm-hmm. and all this stuff. I like to believe that I'm a very discerning Christian. I yeah. love God. I was at church this morning because it's actually Sunday when we record this. Uh, yes, that's true. And, um... And I didn't get that, Joey. I, I didn't see Satan in the movie. Well, there's two possible things here. Either
0: all of this evangelical fervor over f- satanic things mm-hmm. that's actually been going on for decades is nothing more than complete BS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're actually a terrible Christian Brandon and you're not picking up what they're getting probably the second one <laughs> i don't um. know I, I would say i would say uh, you know i saw these posts too and it's it's honestly more of
1: the same once you notice the pattern you can never unsee it right and like the funniest thing to me about it though is like these people mm-hmm. like i saw someone say like i loved 101 dalmatians or i love you know mm-hmm. the original movie i cannot believe that disney would take something and make it so evil. Like they, She sh- was skinning puppies in the original. Now Joey, She was already evil. You've not seen the movie Cruella. I haven't. I'm a right? good Christian boy. What is Cruella's name?
0: Cruella DeVille.
1: Okay, right? Yeah, Cruella DeVille. That's literally what it's been yeah. the entire time. It gets time.
0: chanted several times in the song that, that Roger Radcliffe does.
1: The entire time that mm-hmm. is her name. Mm-hmm. There are Christian mothers saying, Oh my goodness.
0: Have they they're never,
1: hiding it in plain sight. Have they never noticed? Her name Her name <laughs> is Deville, but yeah. it's spelled Devil. And they say, they even say in the movie, it's Deville, but it's spelled Devil. Like can you believe that Disney is doing this? And I was like, that's that, literally that's, that's from the original novel. That's what it initially was. That, that yeah. that's what it's it, always has been.
0: I I picked up on that when I was like
1: a, a kid. Yeah. I, I like, Is that news to them? They're just like they I don't think they ever really realized that mm-hmm. her name was Corolla Deville, spelled D-E-V-I-L. That's super funny. And so do you know uh Corolla Deville's chateau, her little house? Yeah,
0: yeah. I remember from the movie that I really liked uh, you know, the cat that goes yeah. in. Do you remember the name and... of it?
1: Um Deville's house? No, it's called it's called Hell Hall. Oh, well that okay. makes sense. So it's called in the animated movie as well. Mm-hmm. Hell okay. Hall. Okay. So that's what it's named in the movie no I, I i get it and
0: i mean clearly clearly boy, that's oh, satanic i mean it's just like hell's kitchen are these christian moms as mad about hell's kitchen because
1: i mean hell
0: is it's right there <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: so i just i just found it so interesting that like literally like we we do this a lot and mm-hmm. like i see this i see christians do this a lot mm-hmm. especially with things like harry potter oh yeah um where for some reason Things like magic and Disney mm-hmm. are super innocent. Magic and Lord of the Rings, Chronicles of Narnia, it's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, they have Christian values. Mm-hmm. Christian values, allegedly. Supposedly. Harry mm-hmm. Potter, mm-hmm. magic, mm-hmm. the devil. Yeah. No, it, even it, though it has Christian values. Uh, well, it,
0: it is pathetic, honestly, but it, like I said, it, it's a once you see how this has happened repeatedly mm-hmm. in history. You can't unsee it. It's a right. pattern that just keeps happening, where Christians, uh, evangelicals get completely distraught and and even just paranoid, right? Yeah, over really minor, minute things that are not a big deal. Um, I mean, you have. You know, people freaking out about Pokemon when we were kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have before that they were freaking out about Dungeons and Dragons, and and of course rock music, Led Zeppelin, things right. like that. And before that, it was you know you go back even further. People are saying that Elvis music was was right, yeah. evil and and would taint your youth. I mean, there's just always been this repeating cycle of Christians uh, who just. I think they live in a constant state of fear. Yeah. And of assuming that they're under some type of attack.
1: Right. And, like, it's so so ironic that, like, we just – the church finds itself in circles a lot. So, Mm -hmm. you know, before it was He-Man and Pokemon. Yeah, just any cartoon. And now it's Cruella. Mm Mm-hmm. In Satan shoes, yeah,
0: from Little Nas X, yeah, and and of course Billy Eilish, you know and she had Billie Eilish, all music the girls and... go to hell, so they were freaking out about that, right? I mean, I I think there's so many factors here. One of them is this, you know, I I don't want to be too mean about this, but. Growing up, at least from my own experience, I don't want to generalize. I'm just speaking on my own experience. Right. A lot of the Christians that I've known my whole life um, have not been very interested in artistic things outside of the church yeah, right sure. at all. Um, and so when a movie or a song, if it uses any kind of imagery that might on the surface level appear you know dark in right. some way – They don't seem to want to go any deeper into the artistic value and the merit of it or see what the artist was trying to say. They're not interested in what the artist is conveying. All they see is that very surface level, you know, that looks like a devil. Mm -hmm. And that's where they stop. And they – it's like – you know, I'm no art expert, but a lot of the stuff is not just that simple and, and, and no like no. obvious. Right. A lot of stuff you're supposed to go deeper. Just like but the they, Bible. Yes. They go about as deep into art as they do with their own scripture, which mm-hmm. is to say that they they just keep it at an easy peasy surface level reading and they don't wanna think any further. Like the, right. the, basically the first thought that comes to their head is the one they stick with. Yeah. Um, you know, there there's how how have you done a lot of looking into the history of the Satanic Panic?
1: So I've not done look too much looking into the history of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like kind of like the effect of it. Yes, I'm sure because I wasn't raised in church, so mm-hmm. I already had a lot of hobbies like Pokemon. You yeah. know, I thought Dungeons and Dragons was cool. I was yeah. big in the Yu Gi Oh because. Yu-Gi-Oh was a new thing mm-hmm. whenever I was, you know, younger. Yeah,
0: I loved all that stuff too, but
1: and Yu-Gi-Oh was a big no-no in my church yes, back home because yes. not only was it like a monster thing, it was like ancient Egyptian yeah. style and they're uh-huh. like, you know, Egypt was where the Israelites were held in bondage. Oh yeah, exactly. But
0: I mean, they they're they're, they're Using other gods and things like yeah, that, and like trying to explain to them that it's literally a card game. Yeah, that children are playing, it just doesn't
1: matter. And so I them. legitimately heard this argument one time from somebody. They're like, "I can't believe you would want to play Yu Gi Oh. That's mm-hmm. based out of Egypt. Okay, <laughs> they're like they're they're just they're hiding it in plain sight. Mm-hmm. They're you know, just like Israel was held slaves to Egypt before, oh now they're using Egypt again to hold a whole new generation. Who's they? Of exactly? Christians <laughs> in Egypt yeah. in bondage. And I was like, "Or it's a game."
0: Yeah, it could be. It could be that. Or it's a game. I would have said. So, are you saying that anything that comes out of Egypt is evil? Because the Bible says that Jesus spent time in Egypt as a baby and came out of Egypt, and so that that kind of becomes a bit of a
1: problem but but you guys is like Japanese at the same time yeah. so it's Japan and Egypt so it's double evil
0: so the combination of two foreign nations that that you know aren't typically white that that makes it Right so Jesus scarier.
1: was a white Jew in Israel that had to go to Egypt yes he wasn't born yeah so he's he's of course there. Uh, so free he from... had to come out of it right he wasn't like uh, created in egypt
0: well well let me tell you i went through a period in my deconstruction process where i was just so angry i think most people who go through deconstruction a lot of times we begin angry or we have times where we are very just annoyed with church things and of course hopefully we don't stay there hopefully we rebuild and we lose some of the cynicism that is unnecessary and we grow should be the plan yeah uh, but while i was in that more angry um part of this process I was fed up about the satanic panic because I started realizing just how much of my childhood uh was influenced by this, yeah, sure, how many people were actually legitimately hurt by this and how it never really ended right so just
1: oh go ahead i was gonna I was actually just gonna say like could you give us like a recap of like the history of the satanic panic yeah i know there's a lot more of it to get into yeah you know well
0: but... But i'll keep it really really brief because i yeah. don't want to bore anybody and honestly this is a topic that i want to do standalone videos about um because it's something that i just find fascinating sure um but really briefly so i basically in the satanic panic we use that phrase they're referring to the 80s and early 90s in america well it actually went global but it really started and took off in america Where basically uh, the world, even beyond just the church, but the world was completely obsessed with demonic imagery and with thinking that – Satanism was on the rise. Okay, yep. So, of course, the church was a big part of that. But just to prove how like big this was, there were police forces who were being specially trained on how to handle Satanic crimes. There was a there's a crime called uh, Satanic Ritual Abuse or SRA okay. that people were being accused of. And um, there's videos you can find online of police training videos uh, where they were training them how to spot the signs of a wow. Satanic cult in your neighborhood. Um, and uh, they, they were all over them. You could find 2020 specials. You can find Oprah specials. Sure. Um, This involved people who claimed to be ex-Satanists and Mm ex-witches and they are just as trustworthy as Peter Mm Popoff. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they they would tell, they would write these memoirs about how they used to be a Satanist and they used to do all these horrible things like child sacrifices and drinking blood and now they got saved and so they're writing this book and then it flies off the shelves at Christian bookstores.
1: Can we we acknowledge something here real quick too though? Mm -hmm. If there was any sliver mm-hmm. of evidence that this was true that they kidnapped mm-hmm. and murdered and sacrificed children yeah do we really believe mm-hmm. that they would be allowed not only to write a book and sell it yeah but to be a free person. Yeah, and, and they Like, w- To not be in jail. I know, it's like you are admitting to
0: horrible things in this, but they're apparently fine with, you know, just the cops. Are, the cops who are investigating satanic crimes, right. but won't go up to people like, like you know, uh, Schnobellum, who actually have his book back there on our shelf, who claim to be part of the Illuminati. Schnobellum? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds
1: like if you say his name three times, like Beetlejuice will, like, appear. Yeah, Shabellum okay. Shabellum Shabellum. Please
0: don't try. It might happen. He he used to be a witch, okay? <laughs> <laughs> please be careful. So but this this lack of evidence did not matter. Because at the exact same time there was a, a movement going on. Okay, so you had the police involvement, but okay, that, yep. then you had um, child protective services and like the the whole field of like child psychiatry that was just really growing. Yeah. And it had a lot of issues at the start. So, real brief, when the child psychiatry field was starting. They did not know what we know now. Like they did not know yeah, that children can like. That's how
1: science works.
0: Yeah. Well, they they didn't know that children can like create stories because they're they're looking at adults' reactions mm-hmm. and they're they're wanting to keep it going. So they would ask children questions and like if, if they didn't get the response they wanted, they would just keep asking.
1: And, or frame the question a little bit yeah. differently.
0: and so they would frame the question. They would, they would ask these leading questions right. to people who are like two, three, four years old until the kids would come up with these crazy stories. One of the most famous cases, this ended up being the most expensive and longest-running criminal trial in American history at the time. And it was in California, a daycare where a mom, who ended up being later um, uh, diagnosed as a paranoid schizophrenic, Okay. Um, she claimed that her kid told her that at that daycare, the teachers were all in a satanic cult and that they were all forcing the children to be a part of, of, of sacrificing other children. And that the kids, when the parents would leave, would go under the school into underground tunnels where they would have these satanic rituals. All right. Now, it sounds crazy, but the police actually believed it without evidence. They believed it. They started looking into it. They actually (laughs) dug up under the school to find these tunnels, still found nothing. And even with no evidence, they still arrested the teachers. And this happened all throughout the country.
1: It's so crazy to me because it's like, I know they're not going off of the word of the child. They're going off the word of the adult. Well. But the adult is using the child mm -hmm. as like. A mouthpiece, essentially.
0: And, and and even the kids, they would tell these stories that would just get more and more absurd. I mean, they're just children. Right. But they get more and more absurd. At one point, a kid said that they were flushing babies down toilets. I mean, it's like... I mean, that's the kind of thing that a three-year-old would come up with. And it's like,
1: again... But... Yeah. Where is there any evidence of any of the... If mm-hmm. it's at a child care center, somebody dropped off mm-hmm. the three-year-old. Yeah, where are they... Why is the parent not saying, hey... Where's my child? Mm-hmm. But we're believing the word of a four-year-old, like we flush kids down the toilet. Well, the the big thing back then
0: uh, was believe the children. That was their big um, like slogan. It was it was sure. what the, it was what they were basing this all on is that children don't lie. They sure. the, the whole child the whole psychiatry field then I think was convinced. Uh, That children just wouldn't make this up. Sure. Which we now know they would.
1: Right. And now, of course, I want to attach a very important caveat to this, you know, and trigger warning for, you know, some viewers slash listeners – there are horrific things that happen to children. Yeah, of course. And we've got to learn how to help them communicate things mm. like sexual abuse, mm-hmm. you know, physical abuse, things like that that may be happening to them. Yeah. However, that is not what that's not what was happening here. No, like, we just want to make sure like that is perfectly clear here. Like that's not what was happening. No, people... these are all lies. Like this is all lies perpetuated by the parents, just using the children mm-hmm. to. I don't know what they what they were trying to accomplish, honestly. You know,
0: honestly, it, it was about finding a pariah. It was about finding a, a scapegoat. All of this, there was a lot of fear in the air in the 80s with things like, you know, changes in society, like women being more involved in work, which caused the need for daycares. And that just causes fear over what's going on with your children. and And they found a scapegoat to put all of their fears into, and that was Satanists. Right. And so they they blamed everything on them and um with these outlandish stories and people went to prison. It's easy to laugh at the funny side of the satanic sure. panic. Like you can find videos of people saying that Pokemon is evil, you can find videos of people playing rock music backwards. It sounds like just garbled nothing, but and they're convinced they're convinced that it's a message and it's funny to laugh at that. But the sad part is while there are some things that are truly funny, there are also people, because of the satanic panic, who wound up in prison for decades for crimes they never committed. That's insane. And, and this this daycare in California was the first of many. It happened throughout the, the entire country. Yeah. And, and so why am I bringing this up? Because, unfortunately, the satanic panic has not ended. No. It, it, it's just kind of rebranded. Yeah. But it's still happening today where Christians are convinced that any little thing is a demonic attack. Right. Any little thing It's still happening with toys Yep Do you remember There was a troll dolls toy Oh yeah That people were convinced Was like a sign That they're trying to prep our kids For sexual abuse Yeah yeah. Because it had like a button Where it sat down Right
1: Now I will admit Like that's terrible toy design Well yeah It's terrible toy design But it's not satanic It's so awkward Like it is very weird To put a button On Mm. the butt of a toy That makes the toy go ooh. Well yeah, like, but it, it is it, it's, it is it's it, very strange. You can call it out for being weird and saying this is like this yeah. isn't necessarily appropriate. Like mm-hmm. this is weird, but that does not mean mm-hmm. it is satanic. Yeah. Or they were intentionally trying to prep children for yeah. molestation like You think like,
0: all of Hasbro like executives are a part of a satanic coven and they're all like we need to use a toy to like make kids susceptible to I mean what what kind of cynical view of the world must you have yeah to to think that that kind of thing is happening
1: right and also like just from a like a christian perspective and you know trying to bridge the gap between something like this and where to go from here Mm -hmm. no one has ever gotten saved no one has ever gotten genuinely saved because they were so afraid of the satanic
0: yeah yeah
1: like we have we've hung our hat more mm-hmm. on using satanism in the fear of the satanic mm-hmm. as our evangel our evangelical tool. Yeah. Then we have God's goodness. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a whole lot easier to control people out of fear mm-hmm. than it is to change them through love.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's what so much of evangelicalism has attempted is control from fear, fear-based right. control. And you can see why people are, are fed up and deconstructing. You yeah. know, for a lot of us, we're, we're both in our, our 20s. For a lot of us who grew up um, through this, we're looking back now and realizing, why was everyone so obsessed with, like, backwards masking right. in my music? Why was everyone so scared of Pokemon? It was because our preachers were perpetuating this fear-based control. Right, yeah. And a lot of our parents were well-meaning, well-intentioned parents. Yes. Who were listening they to trusted the wrong people. Yeah. I have no, like, anger towards parents because... You know, most of these parents, it, it, you're being told by your pastor, watch out for this, this thing, this movie, this music. It, it's it's gonna get your children. It's a satanic ploy. And the parents who just genuinely want to protect their kids listen to right. the right pastor.
1: And like it, it really kind of falls into this like this gross spiral too, because it's like mm-hmm. it's one of those things where one wrong person mm-hmm. can completely alter, you know, people's view and perspectives on things because. That pastor may have even been well-meaning, yeah, and was just listening to like you know somebody that was one of his mentors or whatnot, yeah, who yeah. heard it from somebody else, and so this entire thing it gets perpetuated throughout the country, yeah, because one person's like, well, it's satanic, okay, so I'm going to tell the people that are under me that it's satanic, mm-hmm, and then I'm mm-hmm. going to tell my friends that it's satanic, and now we have that on a much grander scale because of something like Facebook,
0: exactly, and so we see it with Cruella movies and 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 Little Nas's shoes. And every time I see it now I'm just thinking we we haven't changed. Right. We haven't gotten any better. And and, and there's still people being hurt.
1: Yeah, and like what gets me too is when did we stop thinking for ourselves? Mm-hmm. Because you can, if you're looking for something, you are going to find it. So like mm-hmm. a lot of times with that like the music that gets played backwards, mm-hmm. it's pareidolia. It's it's seeing patterns where
0: there are none. Right. And, I like, think I
1: pronounced it right. Sorry if I didn't. <laughs> literally, if you listen to it, you're not really going to hear anything. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to it and someone says, listen for this mm-hmm. sentence. Exactly. Your brain... Will make that sentence happen exactly. in the music. You're prepping yourself for it, and then you're forcing yourself to find it. It is a proven thing. Like mm-hmm. if you are influenced to be looking for something like a sentence, your brain wants to make sense out mm-hmm. of garbled up nonsense. I've even seen. So will
0: find it. I've even seen videos of a TED Talk where a guy does. He he shows how this works. Yeah. He plays. Um. He plays. Uh. One of the most famous backwards mask songs was "Stairway to Heaven" by Led Zeppelin. Yeah. He played Led Zeppelin, and he put on the bottom of the screen the words that you're supposed to be finding and then after he played it he said okay who in the audience heard that and everybody rose their hands sure and then he said well what you just claimed to find is not actually what the legend of the song ever said it was that's what <laughs> right. i wrote yeah. i wrote that just to prove that because you were looking for it you found it right and then he played it again with the actual thing that they're normally supposed to find and they all rose their hand again yep. saying yeah i heard it that time yeah what you read is kind of like what you're finding yeah but you know they they this scam i don't know if, it, if it's a scam or if it's just you know honest people being taken you know by fear yeah but whichever it is we have to be smarter than this right you know because there are real people who have been hurt we have people who ended up in prison for crimes they never committed and you also have just more average cases of people like us who grew up now kind of prepped to one day look back on this with cynicism and anger right and be like what the heck was that about right all we're doing is we're leading people to lose their faith yeah we are we're creating deconstruction
1: yeah and i'll say this too paul says all things are lawful but not everything is beneficial you know we will look up the scripture and put it down in the corner okay? <laughs> not all things are All things are lawful, but not all things are beneficial. And that's how I look at things like this, because I'm sure with a podcast like this, people say, well, you know, if nothing, you know, if nothing is evil or satanic or whatever, then I can do whatever I want to. Uh, Technically, yeah. (laughs) Like, sure. Right. But I'm not going to go watch The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. Because, like, that wouldn't be beneficial to my life in any way. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just wouldn't be. Looks kind of dumb to me
0: anyway. It does. <laughs>
1: and it's like, I'm not a big person for demonic movies. Yeah. Like, I'm just not. Never have been.
0: Yeah. They, not your
1: thing. they spook me out. Yeah. They're spooky. Okay? By design. I don't think they're evil because the Hollywood elite are trying to hide evil into movies. I think they're e ev- I think they're scary. Yeah. Because they know people like to be scared. Yeah. I'm not one of those people. I'm not going to watch that movie because I don't want to have nightmares. Yeah. Because that's what would happen. However, if I like scary movies and I was fine with it, I would go watch it.
0: Yeah. The same. Look at Harry Potter. Not a a horror movie series, obviously, but it's the same thing. Like, you are fine with what they would call demonic because you know that there's nothing sinister going on here. Correct. I think that people are so caught up with finding the devil in movies and in music and we miss that the the whole, you know, devil, you know, Satan, that word is accuser. Right. And when we are accusing people of having perpetuated satanic things, which are actually innocuous, really, you're the one making these
1: accusations. Right. You're the one who is being the accuser in that moment. Right. It's like how Jesus looks at Peter mm-hmm. and whenever Peter says, I'm not going to let you be crucified. I'm not going to let that happen. Right. And Jesus says, get Get behind behind me, Satan. Satan, It's not that. Jesus was saying that Peter was being possessed by Satan in that moment. He was saying you're... you're... He was saying you are acting Mm -hmm. the role of Satan right now. Right. Exactly, and a lot
0: of times us Christians do that, maybe well intentioned, but we we are still doing that today. Right. you know I mean, how many people have been turned away from uh, Christianity because of our just paranoid you know uh, fear over such innocuous, harmless things? Yeah, um, but there's a lot to say about this. The whole story is is um, sometimes very funny and sometimes very sad and i really do want to make a video series going through some of the stories of the satanic panic yes. because i want people to to find it when you see, when you see it today to see it uh, on facebook and to say to speak up and say you know what relax this is not any sort of weird attack this is just a toy right. we need to calm down honestly maybe we should be more concerned about find if, finding jesus and presenting jesus to the world instead of being this siren about everything being satan
1: right you know and that was like that was gonna be my next point too is jesus even says if i be lifted up i will draw all men unto myself you know Mm -hmm. he's talking about the crucifixion but there's also just just general practical truth in that yeah if we lift up jesus he will draw all men unto himself because he is he's he's attractive Mm -hmm. to people yeah the real jesus okay The real Jesus is very attractive to people. That's why Jesus could get crowds of thousands and thousands of people to show up to listen to him talk. Yeah. The Bible says, you know, whenever he's preaching the Sermon on the Mount, there's 5,000 men there, not including women and children. There are thousands of people showing up to hear Jesus speak. Because whenever the real Jesus Mm -hmm. is saying what the real Jesus actually says... Mm People will listen to it exactly. However, the church has so lost sight of the real Jesus; mm-hmm. he has stopped being enough because we don't talk about him right. Yeah. So that's why we've had to say things like, "Oh, we're going to focus on Satanism. We're going to focus on the satanic because that sells. Yeah. scary sells.
0: Exactly. It, it sells, and and it, we're putting our focus more on that because I, I I even think that you know some of us we won't they won't admit this, but we aren't allowed to watch scary movies. Right. We're not allowed to have that thrill of of something that that other people can get into, like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And so we find that thrill through these kind of books about I Used to Be a Witch. Oh, 100%. And, and, or through these investigations about Satanism. It's like, really, you're just... As interested in scary things, I used to love picture books
1: are. because they were scary. But um, I felt like it was okay for me to read them because yeah. I like became a Christian. It was
0: like sanctified
1: scary. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah. was.
0: It was. It was okayed uh, by the church. It was like the the only horror that you're allowed to see. I remember right. watching um, the Hangman's Curse, uh, which was a, um, a Frank Peretti book, and that was made mm. to a movie. And it was for a kid, for a teenager. It was scary, and it was like I'm allowed to watch this. Yeah, I honestly there's. There's so much to say about this but I think really where we can end this on is just the note that if the church put as much concern into presenting Jesus and being Jesus as we have into policing right other people's you know things like movies and hobbies. music, they're hobbies. If we put as much concern to presenting Jesus as we do into presenting Satan, maybe we grow as a church because all we're doing is saying, this is how powerful Satan is. Yep. Satan is able to control all these movies. He's able to control Hollywood, to be in all this music. He's able to take your children through nothing more than a piece of cardboard with a Pikachu on it. Mm-hmm. And that's how powerful Satan is. Yep. I mean, all we're doing is... is
1: Presenting a, a really weak Jesus, in my opinion. Want well, to know where more Satanists have come from than, than anywhere else? I'm sure there are more Satanists Satanists today because their parents said, this is Satanic. Mm-hmm. Then they were so influenced by the little, you know, hypnotic thing on mm-hmm. the Polly belly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, well, I'm sure more people are Satanic mm-hmm. Satanists mm-hmm. Because of their fundamental Christian parents, yes, pushing them away. Then yes. Led Zeppelin's tape being played backwards,
0: and, and or even if they're not Satanists, they're probably not any more Christians, right? Because fundamentalism and that fear that we re- were raised in, it, it led us to deconstruct, right? And and I think the church needs to be honest about the victims that have come in our wake that yeah. we have made. You know, the people who have who've who hurt from this. Um, you know, even actual Satanists who right. have been demonized. <laughs> I know I shouldn't nah, use that was in there. actual Satanists who the church has honestly demonized and has um, created as this pariah, this, like, ultimate evil, I, I, I don't know any Satanists personally, but, like, I feel so bad for people who are actually in that community because of the way that the church has just vilified them in such a horrible
1: extreme.
0: Yeah. To be like, well, you are also, like, a pedophile, and you're, like, you know...
1: <laughs> it's just horrible yeah and I agree it's like you're not going to reach anybody that way yeah we're not you're just creating victims right yeah but Joey I don't know how to end this (laughs) and that's how we end it that's how we'll end it If you enjoyed this week's episode of the All Things Reconsidered podcast, we ask that you just give us a little like, hit the thumbs up button, drop a comment. If you want to hear more about the Satanic Panic, maybe we'll start Satanic Saturdays. Oh, that's a cool idea. Where Joey releases a new video on the Satanic Panic on Saturdays.
0: Where Brandon helps Joey because he or can't. Or Brandon helps Joey
1: because Brandon doesn't do much aside from the podcast. I'm
0: not saying that. That's I'm exactly, Joey. That's not what I'm
1: saying. I'm just. I I I can't do the whole series. Anymore. I know, I know. But uh, yeah, just you know. Leave us a like, comment, subscribe, ring and, the bell so you know when we upload. And we
0: promise we'll work on better ways to end these.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, like I, I, don't even know how to end conversations with actual people. <laughs> yeah, like just kind of like I just get quiet. Yeah, like I'm like, all right, I said my bit. Bye.
0: I think I'm gonna call this episode uh, "Scams for Satan." Ooh. Because from your first story about the the, the plywood to Peter pop to this, it's all been kind of in that same. There's a bridge there. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. So, hope you enjoyed scams for Satan, and that now you're equipped to point them out and tell people to shut up about them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, again, we hope you guys enjoyed. We will see yes. you next Monday. See you guys.